In the Newsroom, brought to you by Swakopmund Hotel and Entertainment Center. Civil society organizations call for a restorative justice following the marking of the third year anniversary since the country's biggest corruption scandal, fish rot, was uncovered. Over 30,000 leaked documents revealed how, since 2012, Iceland's largest fishing company, Samheri, had paid millions of dollars to political persons and their associates in Namibia to divert fishing quotas away from local businesses. The director of IPPR, Graham Hopper, Put, spoke to in the newsroom. I haven't seen justice served yet, or so not nearly at all. So um, obviously we do need to have the trial of the main suspects in Namibia, and that's been delayed for various reasons, including the suspects constantly appealing um, to the Supreme Court or, or whatever. But we also haven't seen any justice in Iceland either. Those who have been accused there have not even been formally charged, whereas at least in Namibia, we have arrested and charged people. And then I think um, the nature of the fishing industry in Namibia is the same as it was prior to fish rot in the sense of the way it's handled by government. Um, so a lot of secrecy, very little transparency. Nobody really knows what's going on. So all those um, factors make it uh, a rife area for corruption. Uh, possibly still. And we haven't even changed the law to reduce the power of the minister in allocating quotas, uh, which was a key part of uh, how Fishrot came about. And I think then lastly, it's an international issue. We haven't really seen um, the company in Iceland, Samheri, being held to account. So they've really only expressed mild regret about the whole saga. Um, So one of the things that we're looking at now is how can they be made to come to their senses, as it were, and um, start to think about paying back Namibia the money that was uh, was taken out of the country that could have been um, used for development and ended up in private hands and, and used corruptly. So um, there's an international aspect of um, accountability as well in Iceland, but also the other countries and institutions that helped facilitate this and pass the money around and didn't ask any questions. There's still a lot of work to do three years on in terms of um, finding justice uh, overall and uh, bringing people to account. Surely, if, if they are found guilty or any of them are found guilty, then the time they spent in prison would be taken into account. So if they were guilty, they're likely to have um, a shorter time in prison, although you know we can't say exactly what would happen. But uh, yeah, it's unfortunate that um, Namibia's justice system moves very slowly. In this case, I think um, the suspects themselves are for example, objecting to the judge and therefore requires the Supreme Court to intervene. and All these things make it impossible to start the trial. So um, it's not simply that they've been kept in jail for three years without trial. It's also down to whatever their legal strategies are. And we have seen this before, of course, in the Teco trading case, which dragged on for 10 years um, and eventually collapsed in court. Um, so whether that's a strategy, I don't know. But um, we're not unfamiliar with um, long, drawn-out pre-trial periods. And really, for the credibility of the justice system in Namibia, it does need to move to trial as, as soon as possible. Um, but yes, yeah, so whatever they've served in, t- in terms of being in jail prior to their sentencing, if they are found guilty, that, that would be taken into account. In the Newsroom, brought to you by Swakopmund Hotel and Entertainment Centre.